You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OK Sis Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. We're cultural observers. And of curious minds. Get ready for sisterly banter while we chat about fixations, learnings, and personal growth. We promise it'll be a good time. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. Hello and welcome back to OK Sis. My name is Mads. I am Scout. I am here and I have a really big, I have like a lot of updates actually. Wow. Okay. So I, as per the last episode, talked about going off hormonal birth control and in that process, it's been about six months. My hormones are all over the place. Like I'm getting very intense PMS symptoms and just irregular periods and Um, mood swings and all the things. And as a bipolar person, I would like to minimize these symptoms and just kind of even out the whole situation. So I am getting, not only am I getting my hormones tested, ladies and gentlemen, or just ladies, I am also getting my stool sampled. So I am getting my stool tested because I am going to determine the link between my gut microbiome, which we talk about or the world fucking talks about all the time. And then I'm going to get my hormones tested. So it's like a whole it's a whole journey I'm about to go on. Yeah. Stool samples um, are horrific. Have you done it before? I had to do it. What? Yes, I have. It is. Yes, I have. It is. I'm on day two. So motherfucking disgusting. It's honestly disgusting like it you know in the sims where they called your poop like dung or was that neopets that was neopets Neopets. they called it dung like that is what i I felt like a barbarian like i had a little cup that i put under my bottom my tushy and then you you have to like you know then have a little spoon and like scoop 
down into the thing. It is. Okay. And then as I'm doing it, I am gagging profusely. And I'm thinking like, this is my own shit. Imagine the person at the lab who has to open up vials of every other person's shit. It's, it's truly, it's truly astonishing, but I am so excited. I'm so excited to get the results. (laughs) I apologize to everyone uh, that's like, eating right now or like easing into their Monday. Good morning. Hello, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. morning. You slept the whole night through. Good morning. Through. Good morning. More morning. To you and Good you and you and you. you. Okay. Second life update, which when this comes out, I will have already completed this, sisters, but we're recording this the week before. This weekend, aka when you're listening to this last weekend, I, on Friday, am checking myself into the Parker Palm Springs Hotel, and I am leaving my phone and my computer in my car for two whole days. I'm going to be alone, one, and without access to my text messages, to social media, to my email. I am bringing in my iPad because I am writing a book and I need to finish it. That's the whole purpose of the trip, but my iPad is not connected to my email or any of that shit. So I'm going to be sans everything. And I don't know why, but it feels very drastic. And I am so excited. Yeah, we know, Scout. You have been telling every living, breathing human about this digital detox of yours. The world knows. We we, we get it. You're going to have a grand time. And I'm excited for this. I'm excited for this like spiritual journey of yours. But... You don't need to, I mean, you don't need to announce it to every single person. Okay, one, you're a dick. Two, I only announce it to people that I do fucking work with so that if they email me and I don't respond, also, I need to tell, also, I need to tell my family because if there is an emergency, the only way to get- And we need to tell the sisters. We need to tell the sisters they're the most important. I'm excited to come back on the podcast, sisters, so I can tell you about my digital- detox experience because I think that it's going to be really helpful and I truly do think it's interesting to think about the fact that going 48 hours without your phone or access to your inbox Instagram and text message is something that we literally never have the only time we're that disconnected is when you fly to Europe and even now they have wi-fi you know (laughs) I love how that was the (laughs) the metaphor um, you know, I, I honor you. I envy you. I'm excited for this journey for you. Um, I'll, I'll hold up the fort, you know, on our end since we're in just high demand on the uh, social meds. I will hold up the fort for you, Scout. Yeah. And don't talk to me. Don't call the hotel and ask for me. You know, I'm not calling. Oh, <laughs> OK. I am not gonna call you you, you should have told me where you were gonna you be you snuck into my bunches like you know so you just can't be sneaking oh, into yes. my 48 hours alone no 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 you will never get this <laughs> <laughs> oh if I, that was the most accurate uh that was really accurate anyways how okay. are you feeling yeah i mean not as many updates the stool sample the <laughs> The digital detox, I mean, things are real, really moving for you. I mean, I'm on season six of Grey's Anatomy. That's a big life update. Um, Jesus Christ. I think I I need to send you to rehab. I mean, honestly, like, 
I could be a surgeon at this point. Um, the amount of surgeries I've witnessed, it's like, put me in the operating room. Put me in. You can't I, even I can handle your it. own stool samples. You think you're going to be a good surgeon? <laughs> Anyways, but, um, you know, fabulous show. I feel I feel more connected to the social fabric of our of our world because I now understand the like Grey's Anatomy references. I get the characters now. So, you know, that's what TV binging is all about. It's about connecting to the social narrative and being able to participate. So I feel good about that. Except the fact you're literally 10 or 15 years behind on this conversation with Grey's Anatomy. I know, but it's been really great because I've been documenting my time on uh, the stories of the Instagram and people are just loving it. You know, they feel very nostalgic. They come in, they get excited about where I'm at. They're like, let me know when you get to this point. You know, I'm part of the conversation. Okay, well, I do have a a compliment to give you. So... (gasps) Sisters, behind the scenes, when Maz and I take Instagram photos of ourselves in person, it is a dramatic comical experience because I try to take these kind of like influencer-y, you know, detail photos that Mads will show me like a picture of JC Marie and ask me to replicate that. And I try my hardest. She tries her hardest. And we look at the photos and they're just, they're just not it. Awful. Right? There's not it. Mads is, you know, starts laughing and she goes, oh, no. Oh, no. And um, it's like this oh, thing. Oh, no, 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 So no. over the years, we have tried and failed so many detail shots. And I'm here to tell you, Mads, that your last few photos are that level that we have been trying to achieve for you and me for so long. Guys, wow. I'm so happy you noticed this. And... um. I'm really speechless because this is a moment in my Instagram feed career that I have been trying to achieve. Um, if you haven't, you should just like peek over at, at Maddie Mayo just to just take a little little wander. Um, I have been just, you know, influenced up by Pinterest, by Taylor Ann, our, our queen, which we had on the pod. You should listen. And you know what? Lauren Elizabeth has been really helping. You know, She's been helping me with the aesthetics. So this, I'm going to give some tips. Can I Can I give a little insider tip? Yeah, please, because I DM'd you for tips, and you didn't give me any. So if I... Yeah, I didn't give you any tips. So um, clearly the sisters get them, so I'm just going to mooch off this conversation. Okay. So what you have to do is zoom in on your camera. People are loving the zoom. The, do the two times... Two times on your camera on your phone. Sorry, you kind of like need the latest iPhone. It's because the camera's better. But you zoom in and you just take real close-up shots of your half of your face and parts of your tablescape. That is the secret. It's not working for my face right now. I did this. I did the two zoom. <laughs> no, you can't do it. Oh, you can't do it when it's looking at you. You no, yeah. You have to do it the other way. Okay, so just turn it around. Oh. Oh, oh. So do the two zoom and just kind of like really zoom in on things and get like little corners of the world. It's very Orion Carlotto-esque as well. Okay, I'm going to implement this because I'm working on my feed. We're forever working on our feeds. That If anyone is forever. born, you know, 1990 and above, it the, the quest in life is the feed. Yeah. Um, and then another life update um, because you always say to... 
shouted out into the universe in order to be held accountable. So, sisters, dear listeners, um, I think I'm going to start a YouTube channel. I think it's time. I think um, it the people are, are begging for it. And it's definitely something that um, is like the next step in my content creation career. The people are begging for it. Let's break that down. Let's 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 uh, let's put a hard, cold fact reality to that statement. Uh, the people are begging for it. You know, what does that mean? So I put a poll oh, on my oh, Instagram. Oh, she put a poll. OK. Yep. Yep. That's people begging. Ninety nine percent said that it's the best idea ever. And many a people DM'd me in addition to taking the poll and said, you have to. Your energy is perfect for YouTube. You, I love watching vlogs. I would die to watch your daily routine, which like, <laughs> thanks. And also, I agree. I have a lot to offer in my daily routine. It is very mundane, but I have an elevated sense of life because of, you know, who I am and the way I present myself and speak that I just think it would be an amazing entertainment avenue for people yes I mean I agree I think you are great as a YouTube star I just am worried that you have too much on your plate that's the only thing this is true that I am worried about because you have a full-time job and you do camber your app that's coming out and you do OKSIS podcast so I'm just concerned oh oh but maybe you've crossed over to hustle culture I don't know I just don't know you're you're using words like energy, you're hustling and creating a lot of side hustles. Are you turning into me? I would never go as far as to say that. That is just not in the realm of possibility. I can never be you, Scott, because you are a unicorn. You are your own unique individual. Um, but I but I am I am itching, you know? I'm itching for there's a scratch that just needs to be itched. Okay. So <laughs> and I think that is YouTube. Yeah, no, I agree. I definitely think you should fucking start a YouTube. Um, I'll appear just when I need to. Um, like you just appear in my bunches, which if you're wondering what we're talking about, I have a texting conversation on the app bunches with 25 women and Mads snuck her way in, snuck her way in. It's all about mental health and entrepreneurship. I told everyone in the group that I was bullied into letting somebody in and then Maddie made her grand entrance. But um, also, side note, my husband really taught me the incredible experience of a back scratch. Does Ben give you back scratches? <laughs> Does Ben give me back scratches? We call them nices in this household, and they're, they feel better than sex. Like, I, I beg him. I actually, like, it's more of a bartering system. Like, I'll be like, if you give me really good nices, I'll do this for you. Like, he is the best at nices and we'll just be sitting you know watching tv and i'll beg him to do it okay so i'm not the only one here but you know when you really have a spot and it's hard for them to get it right i feel like it kind of moves as they move around your back but that's a story for another day well this isn't this isn't okay sorry i need to clarify no, you're this spiders you're talking about spiders yes i'm talking about like no like okay so yeah that's always been my jam my whole life but adam taught me or introduce me to back scratches where you like more aggressively scratch your back. Try it today. Report back. It feels fucking phenomenal. Okay, great. 
Love it. Love love the new task. Yeah. Okay. So um, back scratches, stool samples, hormonal testing, digital detoxes, <laughs> Grey's Anatomy, YouTube Grey's channels. Anatomy, YouTube. <laughs> really happy we prepared for this intro. And now let's talk about the episode that you're about to hear because I am so fucking pumped for it. Oh, guys. All right. We brought on our best friends, Brett and Naomi, onto the pod and... Really, the impetus for this episode was we gave you a little inside peek to our significant others on the Valentine's Day episode, and people really loved, you know, to hear about that side of our life. And, um, you know, we we love the women that we bring on, and we talk so much about entrepreneurship and, um, you know, female empowerment. But we feel like you guys have never seen kind of our more personal and daily lives and so our producers shout out Helen and Jess recommended that we bring on our best friends and have a friendship episode and really discuss like what it was like growing up with us and being best friends with us and like what does that look like in the dynamics so you're gonna hear from two of our best friends um it was such like if you're talk about a girl girly girl episode like this was so like sleepover vibes so fun and I also walked away realizing how much you and Brett are similar and how much me and Naomi are similar it's actually shocking because clearly you and I are so different but we found friends like we work because we're so different but I think it's because we're sisters but our friends are legit almost like we're I'm like Naomi's replica you know what I mean Oh, no. Brett and I are from the same embryo. We are the same. I was just thinking about all this stuff. You know, we talk about, you know, kind of the music we listen to and the people we want to hang out with and how drastically different your and Brett's responses were for me and Naomi's. You sisters will hear. So it was really fun. I am so happy that we brought our best friends on. And uh, we hope you enjoy, sisters. We love you. Enjoy. Okay, sisters, let's talk about hair shedding. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little more of your scalp? Hi, I've been there. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted, whole-body approach. Ugh, thinning hair just isn't the vibe. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Amen. Everyone's root causes of hair thinning are different, so a one-size-fits-all approach to hair growth just doesn't cut it. Nutrafol has multiple formulas that are tailored to give your hair what it needs to grow through different stages, such as postpartum, like me. After I gave birth, I noticed that around the crown of my head, my hair was shedding. I've been taking Nutrafol for almost three months at this point, and I am not kidding you when my husband, my friends, my family have been commenting on how long, strong, and healthy my hair has been looking lately. I mean, sisters, if you've been watching OK Sister on YouTube, you've seen my hair. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. I mean, 86% is a lot of women. 
Take their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code OKSIS. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Roe, right? Whimsy and Roe is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. 
That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Are you going to start this shit or what? I'm waiting for you. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, I just had to. Okay. Hello. Welcome to a very special BFF edition of OK Says. Are you nervous, Gnomes and Brett? Are you nervous? Because this is like a big deal in my opinion. Uh, Just a little bit. Yeah, this is my first podcast ever. Same. So Brett is Brett and Gnomes are popping their po- their podcast virginities. Ow, ow. Wait, that's not the phrase. Popping yeah, they're popping the cherry. The cherry. The podcast cherry. This is um yes. I'm not gonna lie, she was like, I've never been on a podcast and I said, What a way to enter the space. I'm I mean, into we, it. We are professional. Uh I came over here and Brett was like, Oh my god, like so many equipments. And I was like, yes, we are professional podcasters. All right. So let's start off by introducing the best friends. So uh, also let's let's back up a little bit. Our producers gave us this idea and they said, hey, we want to see more about Mads and Scout, the behind the scenes, the people that see them every single day. And so we're doing a best friends podcast so that everyone could get to know our best friends. And we're going to quiz you guys, school you on how well you know each of us okay i'm scout and gnomes is my best friend i've known her since kindergarten and we're now i'm almost 30 and she's 31 okay now you can introduce yourself what's my real name (laughs) (laughs) so i didn't i was mispronouncing naomi's name for the last 25 years of our life um i just i used to call her naomi and that was incorrect we got drunk a year ago and she said you know that my name's naomi right um so that's my best friend her name's (laughs) naomi so she just said gnomes and i wanted to remind her that she could say my name yeah okay introduce yourself what do you do hi i'm naomi i am officially an entrepreneur i just started my new business i sell plants specifically cool cactus and succulents so if you want any hit your girl up i have an etsy shop um, you didn't say the name of the business. Oh, it's Plant the Seed Co. Sorry, I'm new at this. Um, <laughs> I also feel weird bragging about myself. No, no, no. So. You plug yourself any chance you get, gnomes. Okay. Any chance you get. Okay. Plant the Seed Co. There we go. And part of the proceeds go back to mental health. Yes. A portion of all the proceeds go back to mental health. We are in the process of starting a foundation and we're ready to make the first donation. It's very exciting. Mazel tov. Thank you. We love entrepreneurs. All of us here are entrepreneurs. Wow, look at us. Okay. Um, so, hi, my name is Mads, and my best friend here is Brett, and it's a woman, just so everyone knows. Also, I, like, hear men's names Brett now, and I, I uh, instantly think that they're women. Me too. Yeah. I mean, I've always thought that, but. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, Brett and I have been best friends since USC, so about eight years years, which is wild um and okay introduce yourself okay cool so my name is brett 
Um, I actually always follow up and say my name is Brett, like a boy, so people understand that it's not Brit, because I get Brittany a lot. Um, I, like Maddie said, am her best friend, and I'm from LA. I work for Cravings by Chrissy Teigen, which is Chrissy Teigen's food publication, and I basically write just about any and everything that you see on the site, along with my coworkers, and I basically think about food all day, which is amazing. And I have a few side hustles that, you know, we that can we can't we can't disclose here today. We can't disclose here today. We're gonna have yes. Brett come back to uh, give us give us a lowdown on her new product that's coming out because but she's also like, yeah, uh, probably the most distinguishable and important thing about Brett is she is the fourth time sister. Mm. Ah, yes. Really yes. good call. Wait, I really? look like them. No, no, she just looks exactly <laughs> like them. Oh, <laughs> she looks identical. I just met her five minutes ago, and I'm like, now you're just no. dropping this on me. Oh my god, could you imagine? Maddie and I actually met Este, the oldest sister, at a sweet green party. Which saying that out loud is, is ridiculous. Ridiculous, <laughs> but. I went up to her, remember, and we started talking to her, and I was like, I'm from the Valley, and people say I look like you and your sisters, and she was like, every guy from the Valley broke my heart, and I was like, yes. <laughs> You're like, can confirm. Yes. Can confirm, indeed. Love it. Okay, should we do current fixations? Yes, yes. Okay, so my current fixation, I'm so excited to talk about this because I've been watching this. It's a TV show that Mads has not watched, is not up to date with and will know nothing about what I'm talking about so I'm just going to gloat in this position that I'm in wow. currently. Wow. This is I, very rare. This is very rare. I finished rare. the season last night with my husband. My current fixation is WandaVision. So WandaVision is a Marvel Avengers TV show about Wanda and Vision. Uh, Wanda is actually played by Elizabeth Olsen which is amazing. She's this Russian witch and Vision is tony stark's kind of like ai robot and they fall in love in past avengers movies and vision passes away he has one of the stones i'm forgetting what the stones are called he has one of the stones and so wanda brings vision back into this incredible sitcom the best part about it is if you watch the trailer you have no idea what it's about so i'm not actually going to say what it's about it's a little bit confusing but it's essentially playing with the idea of different sitcoms from different decades and then it just goes full fucking force avengers on you so i uh it's just good and i'm happy because marvel universe is starting to create tv shows around their characters so loki has one ScarJo's character has one coming out and it's all on disney plus so um it's making my life I Every, have no idea yeah what I was she's gonna talking say, about i was just about to say can everyone raise your hand if you <laughs> understood a word of what just she just said okay i'm glad i'm not the only one but i'm into it do you not watch the watch avengers that. no brett do you watch the avengers that's a hard no that's the only person time. i want to no. be is an avenger honestly the only thing i retained from that was lizzie olsen yeah which we love we stand i stand hardcore so i would and, watch and it for someone her. had a, a magic stone <laughs> okay well for the uh avenger crystals so that, that stuck <laughs> For the Marvel's Avengers fans out there, um, you're going to have to now buy Disney Plus, essentially. I wish we had a promo code for you, but we don't. (laughs) But we don't. Can I get Um, your login, Scout? uh, No, Mads already has it, and she's abused it. (laughs) We've reached the limit. We've reached uh, the limit. We've reached (laughs) the limit. Okay, Gnomes, what's your current fixation? My current fixation is a book, and it is called How to Quit Like a Woman 
and it is about not drinking. I had a very rough week <laughs> uh, drinking a lot for my birthday, and it was very casual. It was three separate nights. It wasn't one night, but I was, I felt it hard, um, and I ordered the book on Amazon, and it's really good, and I have stopped drinking for the week. For the week. I was like, okay. Well, so Lauren Elizabeth actually posted about this book on her stories. And she has been recently sober, actually a year sober. And I've heard I've heard really good things. It's a really nice, like approachable book, even if you don't want to hardcore uh, stop drinking and become sober, but like want to change and shift your relationship to drinking. I've heard it's a really good book to start. That's exactly what it does. I feel like I, well, I went to U of A, University of Arizona, and it was just hardcore drinking, like, all the time. And I I phased out of it, but it was really hard to not drink a lot when I drank. And so I just felt like I needed to put a limit on myself, and I don't have self-control the way Scout does. Like, she hard stops at two, and I'm like, oh, just one more, you know? And that one more really affects you, especially as you get older and or if you have anxiety like my anxiety I'm sorry I said like was through the roof through the roof the past two days I was very irritable yeah I've heard amazing things about that book I've heard it's like really transformative so maybe I'll I give think it that a we shot. should give it to 18 year olds before they go to college yeah, I was going to say. We, make you it 16. Yeah, you make it 16. You could have given it to Brett and me um, post-college. For some reason, Brett yeah. had this, like, so Brett was never, like, a party girl. I don't think never. ever. And then when we graduated, which is so ironic, she became the biggest partier every night. Not every night. Every weekend. Every Friday, Saturday. Every Friday, Saturday. She was like, we're, we're at the bars. We're getting down. Like, she was the girl. I peaked after college. Yeah, it was sure. probably Brett. It's probably because you didn't like you understood the disgustingness of the fraternity yeah. experience, and you were like, "I want a high end place to drink and get drunk." That someone actually put some thought into some sophisticated decor. I yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't consider where we were going elevated. Yeah, I don't know. Sophisticated. If I'm not gonna name these places because I don't want to bash any establishment, but yeah, we went to some cool places. Sorry, some cool places, some not so cool. But I definitely think I was turned off by the frat sorority culture at USC. It's something that I had a bunch of friends in, and I was kind of on the outside peripheral of, and enjoyed watching and dabbling in from time to time. But definitely not my cup of tea. Yeah. Okay, my current fixation. You know, I came prepared today. Um, I dressed like Brett for the occasion, and I wore socks with my Birkenstocks today. <laughs> I'm wearing We're both that. wearing socks with our Birkenstocks. <laughs> oh, gosh. Wow. We so, would never. Well, my feet get too sweaty. I can't wear them without socks. No, we would never wear Birkenstocks. Oh. <laughs> I, don't, so I don't own a pair. No. So I recently bought clogs because Brett had Birkenstock clogs. And I just do whatever she does, really, is, is how it works in this relationship. And um, I'm obsessed with these fucking clogs. I feel like an old grandma. And then sometimes I will put – I'm not a sock gal. Because it's very interesting that you say that because you schwitz, you have to put on the sock. Yeah. I put on so – I can't put on socks because I schwitz. It's too much. See, it's absorbent for my feet. It's like a nice cushion between the Ew. shoe and the sweat. 
Got it. Okay. Yeah. So I wore socks because it's like chilly outside. How would you describe these, by the way, to Which, those? The clogs? Yeah, the clogs. To those who don't know what they look like. Clogs. Just clogs? <laughs> Descriptive. <laughs> Just they clogs. look like Crocs without the holes. Yes. Yes. They are yes. suede Crocs. They are suede Crocs that without the, the holes. That is the perfect description. And they, they really with scream. Buckle. With a buckle. Yeah. A little buckle. So hers are caramel color and she has some fur inside. Okay, that is why you can't wear I know. it without socks is because there's Brett's fur. Like, Brett's like, I'm wearing Uggs in 80 degree weather yeah, and I have a fully. schwitzing problem on my foot. <laughs> yeah. Fully. And I, yeah, mine are not, mine are not <laughs> the slippers. So. Um, highly recommend the color I got is like the taupe color. I like yours more, to be honest. It matches with every single sweatsuit, which, you know, is a high priority these days to find the shoes that match with the most sweatsuits. And her socks say, please recycle. My socks say, please recycle. They're from Girlfriend Collective. I feel They're like you would really enjoy this. They're really cute. Yes. Um, so Brett and I um, are slaves to the millennial marketing machine. Oh, you market it. Minimalist, sleek, beautiful fonts. I will buy we're it. We're there. I think we're too old for that. I think we missed it. I know we're only three years apart, but I think there's just a difference. There's a very, like, we're sitting here in black hoodies. <laughs> but we know about <laughs> we're it. Both we, we we're both in Mad Happy. We're both in Mad Happy. Yeah. You guys are in Mad Happy. We're just in black hoodies. And yeah. we're, dr- we're drinking orange natural wine. Like Sparkling. Sparkling. Oh, sparkling, or, uh, sparkling natural wine. We just did a two-hour stretch session outside because my back is so fucked up. Yeah, I'm a certified stretch coach, I swear to God. And I helped her. And she, on the record, has a serious back problem. She has sciatica, full-blown. Yeah, fucker. true. Naomi, Naomi is a great stretch master. She did a, a session with me during quarantine. I remember it was fabulous. I went to my rooftop. We played some nice music. It was delightful. We can totally do it again. It was really yeah. nice. How about after this? I know. Should we drive to San Diego? No, I just already did my two hours, guys. I'm oh, hurting. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm hurting. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Okay, Brett, okay, what's Brett. your perfect fixation? Oh, I have been so excited to share this. So my skin has been really bad because of quarantine, and I haven't had a facial in over a year, and I noticed that my pores have been super clogged, and so I ordered on Amazon this janky $30 facial steamer. It's travel size. It can go with you wherever you want to go. It has changed my life. Like truly. I need it. And also I think what adds to this current fixation is that the Instagram stories that you pair it with, you are just like in a luxury spa in your home. Fully. I'm in my full on cravings robe and headband, which we just launched, not to plug, but like so comfortable. I can't even. And I fa- I do the facial steamer. And then afterwards, I do it for like 10 minutes. My face is so dewy. Then I do a mask and then I put on my oils and my topicals. And I feel like every night I just came from the spa. It is can unreal. We, can we link this? Uh, yes. product in the show notes am i allowed ASAP. to say that okay oh we oh we link everything yeah. in the show notes we link it to Perfect. our and since it's an amazon product that shit's going in our amazon store and we're gonna get some affiliate oh, yeah. links up in here i swear by this machine also i have very sensitive oily combo skin and i use it every night and i don't even know if you're supposed to do that you're supposed to do it maybe three to four nights changed my complexion 
Wait, Brad, yeah. I have a question because I'm the bitch that gets a facial and hates the steamer because I can't breathe. Me too. The steamer's in my face and I can't breathe. Does this happen to you with this at-home so, situation? No, because you're in control of where the steam goes. So for me, my face, like you can't see me on the podcast, but I'm rotating it like every second and it's hitting my cheeks, then my forehead, then my nose and my other cheek. And I'm constantly moving my face so it hits every area. Okay, that's a purchase for me. Don't forget the neck. Sold. <laughs> Brett is like my skincare influencer. Like I go to her for because she. I mean, you've you've been on a journey with skincare. I used to have really really bad hormonal acne, and I tried Accutane, and it made me. It just had awful side effects, and I went all dermatologist products, and I tried all natural. And now I finally have found my groove. So when I tell you I find a product that's like really good, I'm not just selling you. It's like a really good product that works for like the shittiest quality skin. I love it. We love to hear it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) As we both say, okay. Let's get in to best friend chat. I know. Everyone stretch. Get ready for the... For the main event. I did Melissa Wood Health this morning, so there I feel like go. I'm ready. You are ready. We're, we're a Melissa Wood Health approved podcast is what it is. Okay. Let's start off easy. How long, I'll say to Naomi, how long have you guys been BFFs? And how did you meet? Wow. I don't recall when we actually met because we were in priests. No, no, elementary so school. You're a year older than me, so you were in first grade and I was in kindergarten. Okay, so that's where we met. I don't remember it at all, but from, like, sixth grade on. Yeah, we became, we because we, we went to a really small Jewish school, so there was probably 12 kids in my grade in elementary school. So we were always in the same circle, but I think we didn't become... Like best, best friends, friends till high school or like till yeah. eighth grade, eighth grade ish, eighth grade, ninth grade. And then the rest is history. Love that. First impressions. Well, let's say first impressions in high school. I just honestly, I was like, she's so artsy and cool. <laughs> My impression of you was that oh, you God. had really good purses that <laughs> you were. Oh um, she had like all the designer purses. That you were a soccer player. Okay, that's good. I like that one. And that you were, you you had so much fun, but you were so nice because you hung out with me and I was a year younger than you. You know what I mean? Like a year that's younger. A big, yeah, that's a big, that's a big. She uh, was like, she was like ride or die with us, you know? It was me and then like Scout and then two other girls. Yeah. So I kind of like... <laughs> Went and hung out with like a totally different grade. And I kind of always did that. Yeah. Honestly, it was either like older or younger. Yeah. We had uh, we had some nights. Okay, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. Okay. Morning. So Scout, you ask Scout, you need to ask Brett. This is how the structure goes. Oh, okay. How long have you been BFFs? How did you meet? And what are your first impressions? Okay. It was love at first sight. It truly. I have it proof on my instagram of when maddie and i the night we met the caption and i'm not i kid not is best friends forever and ever and ever and ever and ever so we've been best friends since i transferred to usc so junior year so eight years ago Mm -hmm. how did we meet so 
this is Jewish geography at its finest. So I'm from LA, Maddie's from San Diego, and we both went to the same Jewish sleepaway camp, but at different times. And we had a mutual friend who knew Maddie went to USC, and as I was transferring, his name is Sam. Hi, Sam. Hi, Sam Fury. Hi, Shout Sam out. Fury. He's, he will never forget, he let us forget, that he is the connector of us. Yes. Um, he was like, I have a friend, Maddie, that you'll be obsessed with, that you need to meet. And so I went to USC Hillel one Shabbat and I saw her in the distance and I was like, are you Maddie Mayo? I was told we're supposed to be best friends. And it was an instant, when I tell you instant connection, like I've never felt this with a friend. Like usually, you know, you have to hang out a couple times, especially in college, like to really get that for like that solid friendship. But from the get go, we just clicked and then we went to a frat party, which is so unlike us, but like ended up. It was like a country theme. I don't or, even know what it was. We it was wore awful. plaid to give you perspective. Yeah, which, oi, babe. Off brand. Off brand. Off, off brand. Off for brand. Sure. Off brand. Off brand. Off brand. But I think something else about us was that I didn't really have friends that like got me on more of a visceral level. So there was a time where we were in college and. I loved time and I loved Glossier, like all the basic millennial cool girl shit. And Brett was just like the only one that I could connect with on those types of things. And we we would just like text like about places in L.A. And you were the only person that got it, if that makes sense. Total sense. I also think going off of that, like not only did we have so many shared interests, but I've noticed about Maddie and I that we have constantly grown and evolve on the same wavelength yeah. like we both endured imposter syndrome at the same time and like real world wanting to have our own companies and our own jobs and feeling stuck in past jobs that we both just you know didn't feel like we could grow in and it's amazing when you find someone that of course you love Haim and Glossier and have all of that in common but more importantly you're on the same spiritual trajectory if it's, that makes sense it's actually so true like both of us both of us felt the fear of not reaching our potential at the Fully. exact same, like, very tumultuous time after college. We went through the same emotional up, like, roller coaster, if you will. Well, while, while you guys were doing that, Gnomes and I were getting married at the exact same time. <laughs> yeah, that's we next were, level. We were at Vandevort, and we both had just got engaged, so we were at this, you know pop-up thing whatever and we were like we got engaged the photographer thought that we were engaged to each other you can't see i'm on zoom oh, or pointing to each other gosh, that. i didn't know that we talked to her for 20 minutes and we were just saying yeah we just got engaged we're so excited so we're planning the weddings or the weddings together and this photographer is like it's really really sweet that you guys got each other rings and we were like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. You got the wrong impression. But yeah. That's hilarious. So it was it was amazing. And then we basically did every single bridal event together. It was fantastic. You were, yeah, you were at the, um, what's it called? Veil. We went to go veil shopping. Oh, yeah. Gnomes yes, with Gnomes. Yeah. Yeah. The I, I'm the witness yeah. on her ketubah. I'm the witness on her ketubah. She oh, is. cute. Okay, so gnomes and Scout, what is the funniest memory you guys have together? Probably the thing that comes <laughs> to mind the most is if you say, oh, uh, are you going to say, say it. Me in LA. <laughs> say it, say it. So we were 
I, we were 16 and you were probably 17. I was a junior and you were, or no, I was probably out of whatever, something like that. And you, you, you're supposed to tell the story. Okay. So I, what we told our parents was I was sleeping at Sarah. Sarah was sleeping at mine, which she never slept over at anyone else's house except her own. So that Sarah's was our weird. other best friend. She was, she's our other best friend. So that should have been a red flag in the first place. It wasn't. We were all sleeping at someone else's house, and we just go to L.A. for Halloween. On a Wednesday. On a, On a Wednesday, Wednesday night, and Get we wasted. went hard. We took shots of SoCo. If you don't know what that is, it's Southern Comfort. I do not recommend it at all. I was dressed up like a slutty police officer. I think I was a referee. That yeah, did you were not the referee, well. and I was the police officer. And then we woke up. At five in the morning. No, no, no. Oh, three. Three in the morning. Because we had to go to school the next day. So we got up. We're, you know, just in the car on the way to school. And we're coming, like, north to south, right? So we're on the freeway. And I look over and I'm like, oh, my God, you guys get down. I'm not kidding you. Like, one of the deans or teachers or something was in the car next to us. And, like, they couldn't see that we were together because the Jewish community talks. A lot. And they would know that we were in the car together up north for some reason. And it just didn't make sense. So we drove home back to San Diego from L.A. at 3 in the morning. We got back pretty early and got McDonald's and slept in the car until school started. I am speechless. I (laughs) did not know this story. And also just like Scout was – it's so funny because like Scout was so – well, you're not innocent, but you're just so, like, reserved and calm. And then I hear these stories, and I'm like, oh, my fucking God. I'm more like Scout at McDonald's? Yeah. Question mark? <laughs> I, I want to just mention one hilarious thing about that night is that one of our friends left her shoe in one of our guy friend's cars that we were with. The dad found the shoe and thought the mom was cheating on him. Which just made the trip just that much better. It was just like the Chanel shoe that was left in the back of the car. And it caused like so Cinderella. much drama. I'm telling you, people think that I am innocent. And people get really confused when I tell some of my stories. But we also, in the protect, we had such a wild childhood because we always partied within like Jewish families. It was people we knew. It was houses we knew. We were never sketchy at places that we shouldn't have been it was always safe I mean the level of intoxication wasn't but until I got to college yeah but the environment was safe you know so yeah I I love how we both thought of the same thing yeah it seems hardcore now um but it was just it was fun yeah it was was just fun we sat in um prayer time what was prayer time called tefillah tefillah with our like our hoods up the four of us with hoodies, the way just we're like, dressed now, like, just so, so fucking rebellious. The Jewish Academy, like going to tefillah. Okay, <laughs> Brett, what's your funniest memory together? Oh God, oh man. You know, I probably should have prepared for this, but I will. The first thing that comes to mind for me is our New York trip. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is gonna be both. This is gonna. It's Answer funny, but another question too, which is our biggest fight or like biggest challenge. I don't even call that a fight, which is beautiful, but definitely point of contention for okay, sure. Let me pay, let me uh, set the scene, and then you talk about your perspective of what happened. To this day, <laughs> I still do not agree with this perspective, but we just don't really talk about it. We anymore. don't talk about it, so we'll talk about it on a podcast. 
<laughs> um, so Brett and I, after college, I think it was the summer. It was our graduation trip. It was our graduation trip. We went to New York. I actually was going to New York for work. So like work paid for our lodging. So we got, I got an Airbnb <laughs> for free for us. Okay. And my work was like very cheap. So like I couldn't spend a lot of money. Okay. But it was off. I would like to emphasize this a free Airbnb for like two weeks. Okay. So we're, cause we were going to GovBall, which if you, if you're ever deciding to go to Gov, Governor's Ball in New York, just don't. Just skip it. Especially with just a friend who's agoraphobic, a.k.a. me. Yeah. So I don't do well in crowds. Brett, I never have. Brett is like Scout at Coachella at this place. Like, she was, I mean, I've never seen anyone shut down so quickly. I wouldn't drink. I wouldn't smoke weed. I wouldn't use the public restrooms. Yeah. I kind of just was like a sad little. She, when she had to finally use the porta potty, it was like a whole production. <laughs> it took us like an hour because I, I had to like talk her into it and tell her it was going to be okay. I had to pee so badly. Oh gosh, it was a whole situation. Anyway, so we get to this Airbnb. It's like in Koreatown in New York. It's not the best. Not the best Airbnb. It really was above, simple. It yeah. was above a fish store so it smelled like vagina basically and um and it was brand new do you want to talk about the pubic hairs so that is what i'm gonna allow you okay. to discuss here that i would like to go on the record that i do not ascribe to this perspective go ahead so we got to the airbnb i realized that this maybe isn't our funniest story i think it was really unfortunate in the moment but hysterical looking back i should preface um we got to the airbnb and I distinctly recall, because I am a freak of nature, so every time I go to bed, I have to be fully clothed, like sweatpants, sweatshirt, a hoodie. She can't hoodie, lay on pillows. socks. Well, at my That's own house, yes. But like when I go to hotels, I have to wear a hoodie. I'm a freak. Um, and I remember grabbing my fuzzy socks, but there were <laughs> there was like a thicket of what looked like pubic hair on the bottom of them, so I couldn't wear them. And I showed Maddie, and she was like that's just your hair that's just your hair but it literally looks like little fine <laughs> coarse pubes oh my god of course maddie would say this is not how it went <laughs> of course no but pubes. i have photo spotless. evidence that they were little pubic doobs on my white fuzzy socks calling her mom like you won't believe where we're staying. i did not there's pubes everywhere <laughs> i'm a major germaphobe before the pandemic so you can only imagine how this has been treating me oh my god that was quite the trip so i don't know if that was necessarily like the funniest it kind of feels like you had to be there moment yeah. but in retrospect, definitely. Oh, gosh. I think what probably most memorable. And then we definitely. had to beg uh, my other best friend, Shanubaloob. She lived mm. in New York, and we begged her to take us as refugees. Um, so then we went to her apartment and spent the night there. And got trapped in a rainstorm. Yep. There was just a lot of... And her roommates did not like us. Yeah. It was a lot of... Uh, they were like, <laughs> we don't very... want them here. Like, we were... <laughs> it was a tumultuous trip, to say the least. Yeah, you'll stay in a crack den for Coachella. Oh, yeah, that. Oh, <laughs> Brett could never. I, I've I, never oh been to Coachella, God. and I never will. No, Brett no, will never Brett, go. Brett, you know what? Don't. Just don't. There's some things in life. 
Yeah, there's just some things in life you don't want to experience. and It was fun when I went. I went in 2008 and 10. Same. And 12. I went in 2000. No, I went and in 2006. was when it was, like, really starting to get, like, too um, trendy. Like, like, people were just going to go just to be like, I went to Coachella, and it wasn't that fun anymore. Yeah, that's um, when it that's when it changed. I went I you guys went when there was like paper tickets. Like that's insane. We went we went when you I went when you could get one day tickets. So I got a one day ticket since I was fifteen. Or maybe I was fourteen. And my parents like our, we begged our parents just to let us do a one day ticket. And um we we heard like Regina Spector, you know, that was the headliner. It was not it was super alternative indie. There was no pop. No rap, R and B, no was house like MGMT. music. Yeah, yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers, stuff like that. Okay, so should we do the next round um, as like rapid fire? Sure. Okay, gnomes. What? Yes. When did you feel most proud of Scout? Ooh, that's a hard one because I tell her that I'm proud of her like every week. Um, my proudest moment was when she started Scouts Agency because I knew what her family and friends were telling her and she still did it. Um, she worked her ass off to start this agency and I mean, sent thousands of emails a day to the point where she has carpal tunnel and just made it happen like the fact that she could hire me was when I was like I'm so proud of you um she just works so hard and her work ethic is beyond anything I've seen with people telling her this isn't gonna work Mm -hmm. so it's not just like she's doing it and people are telling her you're doing a great job there are people telling her you're not gonna like be able to succeed this isn't gonna work and it did, and it's working. It's still working. She's killing it and doing better than when she started. So that's my proudest moment. Aww. I love you. Shucks. Love you more. <laughs> my, am I supposed to say my proudest moment of gnomes? Uh, oh, no, no, no. This is all about us. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Get your own Noted. podcast. <laughs> Get your own podcast. <laughs> Thanks, gnomes. I love you. I love you more. Me and Brett will start something. Okay. Yeah. We can call it OK Side BFFs. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, what's the moment you felt the proudest of Mads? Oh, I love this so much. I mean, Maddie truly does so much. And I think there are times where you don't really realize it or you just kind of like need a step back, slap in the face and be like, whoa, I do do a lot. Um. It's definitely twofold. I think starting OKSIS with you, Scout, was a huge watershed moment for you and your career and mentality of finally like doing and putting your potential to action. And then definitely Camber, 100% Camber. I've like seen you literally cry and put your blood, sweat, and tears to what is object- objectively a fantastic idea. And getting to watch you work on your passion every single day and also master the art of social media, which I finally did my first TikTok and it was monumental all because of Mads. Um, 
it's just it's amazing to watch and i love i mean there's nothing that makes me happier in the world than like seeing your own best friends succeed because you feel like it's an extension of yourself so this is so fun it's very clear that both of you do so much and you don't realize that you're doing it and you got to keep going and going and going and going without realizing the successes you have in front of you no 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 not me scout's good at at recognizing that well no i know but sometimes i just mean like there's so much that you get caught up in it and it's you're so similar in that way that's all i wanted to say oh. okay and you say mads has mastered the art of social media today i decided to really get serious about making a reel to make mads proud and i worked really hard because she shoots down every little thing i do and i even did a slow-mo video trick like i went crazy i sliced it together i edited it in teza i sent it to her and she said yeah it's good exclamation mark <laughs> Well, I've noticed you on the OKSYS TikTok, and I will say, Scout, that you've gotten real good. Well, I, I do those for her. Oh, well, your <laughs> confidence on camera is next level. So Yeah, I, I agree with okay, that. Okay, Maddie, get your narrative right, because that is not the messaging I'm receiving in our text messages. I spliced it for her, and I posted it. But yes, the, the video was great that you posted to, that I posted today. I would like to add, just for the record, to tell Maddie... My first TikTok on Plant the Seed Co. got 5K views. What? Hey, hey. Oh. What, what is your secret? Hey, also, I didn't know you had a TikTok. I need to follow you. It's Plant the Seed Co. TikTok. It's all plants, but it was a booby cactus, and I did the, the like, dun dun so did so did Fred. That was my first one. Too. Oh my god! It's a very good. It's a good. Oh um, my first, first TikTok. Wait, honestly, I have a lot of uh, tips for you because plants do so well on TikTok. Like plants are like people are wet for plants on TikTok. Oh, hashtag I wet know. for plants. You should see the Facebook groups. These people are serious. Obsessed. I mean, serious. Obsessed. Okay, gnomes. Name the song that Scout and you sing in the car together the most. It, this could be theoretical, but. Her favorite song or our favorite song? Your favorite song together. Like, what would you put on if you were in a car and you need to, like, belt out? Okay, I have two. One is Yeah by Usher because that gets Scout just, like, totally pumped. Yeah. Two is Best Friend. I am not kidding you. I listened to that song for the first time, and I just pictured Scout and I in the car, like, like just rocking out. You she have said, no- she said, say the, t- the, the one line. This oh, is going to be us. We're going to have is, kids, okay? This We're going to have kids. This is me manifesting this into our life. And I'm going to pull up. This is going to be Scout pulling up, and I'm going to be like, is that my Bessie in a Tessie? And then we're going to have our kids come out of the And they're going to be tes- like, Tesla. Mom, shut up. Please go away. Please stop. Yeah. Do you think this will be on TikTok or some new platform that we haven't even heard of yet? Some new platform that we haven't even heard of yet. Agreed. Well, we're going to put it on our Facebook because that's what parents do now. I guess, yeah. And then our kids will put it on whatever platform they have. Yeah, repurpose our content. Okay, Brett, what's the song that makes you think of you and Mads the most? Okay, I have so many answers for this so one. So many. Maddie... Not me included, but if I weren't in the car, it would be rap of some sort. <laughs> Definitely. I would say that you and I would sing any Heim song. 
a thousand percent. Any Maggie Rogers. Any Maggie Rogers. I can't give specific titles because it's, it's just all of them at no, this point. The, now I'm in now it. Now I'm in it for sure. And Alaska, we like and love you for a long time. Yeah. Anything uh, She and Him Christmas album, no matter yes. what month it is, yes. it will be in my car at all times playing. And then I feel like there's one more I'm missing. Oh, Carol King Tapestry. Yes. Yeah. I, that's another thing that we Brett just and put I, the Drake essentials. We, playlist uh, I have one more. There's the Drake playlist, and then there's a Millie. Yeah, um, like anything Little Wayne. Yeah, well, just anything that because Scout, I feel like her uh, music education stops at like 2012 or <laughs> no, probably a little before, like 2010, and like literally she will not listen to anything after that. I respect no. it. Yeah, no. Okay, what's the okay. next one? Gnomes. Which game or reality show would Scout do best on? All right, we have to we have to be more rapid fire with this. Which game show? Or like reality show. Gnomes doesn't even watch reality shows. She doesn't even know what they are. Jeopardy? No. That'd be terrible. <laughs> I don't want to okay. support. Can I have another question? Okay, yeah. You're Let's like real world. <laughs> Let's keep it, let's oh my it. no, MTV Cribs, MTV Cribs. Oh, perfect. There we go. Amazing. Okay, Brett, what TV show would Mads be on? It's not on anymore, but she would have nailed whose line is it anyway. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't even Yikes. know what that really is. Okay. Oh my I god. What, I know the title of that, but I can't visualize yeah. what the show is. It is like OG comedy gold. Okay. Gnomes, is there a smell that reminds you of Scowl? Uh, Sage. Oh my God, that is the most scout answer I've ever. Heard. I'm in the closet and I'm like, <laughs> it smells like it sage. smells like sage in here because I saged the bathroom for the reel that I made earlier today. Got it. I would say for you, it would be probably Glossier. You the Glossier perfume okay. or oh, the Degan Voltaire. What the Degan Voltaire? Oh God, yikes! <laughs> Mom made like bullied me into purchasing this is a dig and voltaire uh perfume because it said girls can do hard things or something and i straight up laughed at it when i saw it, it in the bathroom i thought it was so funny Oy vey. i love the dig and voltaire it's no, one of my it's favorite great. brands great brand smell is not good fragrance oh. they should they should not be doing fragrance is what i would like to say i i, I just want to say brett's brett is musk central mm-hmm. i love a, a good musk. musk person if a person is musk it is brett Holla. Okay. Gnomes. Name three things that you and Scout completely agree on. 100%. Or one thing. Taking care of your mental health. Mm. Very good. This is Priority true. over everything. Brett, what's, thing, what's one thing you and Mads 100% agree on? Career. Yeah. And taking matters into our own hands, I would say. 1,000%. Okay. Gnomes. What does Scout order at a bar? Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> And, or a tequila shot. Yes, but Wait. Sauvignon Blanc. And only two glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Max. Brett, what is Mad's order? Definitely Whiskey Neat. Whiskey Neat. Bowery. <laughs> My favorite song ever. Okay, Gnomes, what does Scout put on a pizza? Uh, um, Prosciutto. <laughs> I do, actually. I do put prosciutto. But if I'm ordering, that's when I'm like at a fancy Italian restaurant. You and I have actually never really ordered pizza. Actually, Adam's the only one that knows this. Well, I like putting anchovies and mushrooms on my pizza. Hell yeah. No. The only Agreed. time we got pizza together was Bronx pizza. But oh, I, my God. I was I like, don't know why. Was I, I drunk or high? 
I was having an alive. orgasm with the with the pizza, and your husband was laughing at me. That was um, urban pizza, that was urban and pizza. that was you were drunk. Okay, you just it. like really like glossed over that. You were having an orgasm with the pizza. I mean, I do that probably every Friday. I we, I was in my own world. We were day drinking, so it was like a different kind oh, of drunk. And then we got to urban pizza. They really do have good pizza, and. Scout's just not talking to anyone. She's just in her corner eating her pizza, and she's like happy me. as fuck. She like, says, so no, happy. We used to be fun. That's Maddie every you know? week. We used to, like, I think be my, down for shit. Think, I'm not down for fucking anything. I think my 10 books on my nightstand is fun. I was <laughs> struggling to have a second glass of wine the other night. And I'm quitting alcohol, so that's where I'm at at 31. <laughs> and we have sparkling wine in front of us. <laughs> I support it. I'm all for it. I just want to feel good and be on like my track that I was on, and I really fell off with alcohol. So you totally get it. Totally get it. Okay, Brett. This oh, is a Brett, trick what question. is? This yeah. is a trick question. Maddie what? likes cheese. Yes. You gotta follow Mayo with pizza. Only cheese. Do not put anything else. Only cheese. Except if, okay. You like I, pepperoni I, from time to time. I will say. Uh, if it's a gourmet p- place, then it's different. Like, th- the rules are out the window. But if it's just, like, mulberries or just, like, something where classic Bronx pizza, just cheese. I do not want you to fuck with it at all. I don't want pineapple. Get the fuck out of here with your pineapple. What about ricotta? Okay, that's different. That's, like, a gourmet. You're not going to get ricotta at mulberries. Oh, have you not had their white pizza? Uh, oh, that is like, a combo for another basics. time. I want the basics. I think I'm going to text my husband and see if he'll order me a pizza with mushrooms oh. and anchovies for dinner. That sounds really good. Okay. Okay. Gnomes, if you were to let a celebrity into your group of friends, who would it be? Let's just say a celebrity into, like, you and me, so the third of us. Okay. We don't know any celebrities. Um, just, Can it be, like, a micro-celebrity? Sure. sure. Who, who would we be stoked on? There's people that... I want, like, I want like Rachel Hollis. Yeah, Rachel Hollis would be stoked on. Yeah, we would totally jam with Rachel <laughs> like, Hollis. Like, I just want someone we can talk to Fuck for yeah. hours on end. And I would, she is that I'd woman. pay her. I'd pay her. To be our friend? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. I, I know who it would be. Should we go three, two, one? Okay, three, three two, two, one. one. Emily Rogers. Weiss. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yes. Emily Rice. Emily Weiss or Julie Schott. Love. Or Love. Leandra Medine. Love. Or Keep them coming. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, Are we running out? Tyler Haney. Tyler Haney. We love you. Um, I Jen feel insecure. Rubio. I feel insecure. No, I love this all. I feel like we're Whitney really Wolf. not cool. Whitney Wolf. Whitney can come Wolf. Whitney Wolf. Is there anyone else? All the female entrepreneurs. I mean, yes. That we love. That's not a celebrity. Those are celebrities. I don't think I'm good on the spot like this. No, we just aren't in tune like they are. (laughs) I don't think it's that. I don't watch like I. I don't watch The Bachelor. I don't like reality TV. Nor does Brett. I don't really either, to be honest. So I don't know. I don't. I see celebrities differently now because it's just it's too much. I don't. I think for me, I've just come to define my own definition of celebrity because I'm so not well-versed in, like, reality TV pop culture. I have, like, my own little niche book of people I like, and I stick to them. Yeah, and that's why we knew that Emily Weiss is going to be part of our group. Amen. Okay, last one. Scout has one hour to spend $5,000. Where would she go? I know the answer. I don't even know if I know the answer. She would... First, get a massage and go cupping. 
then she would buy really good books and really good shoes and bags. Prada. I would say we should go straight to the Prada store. You're right. I would go straight to that fucking Prada store. That's my life goal. My life goal is to be able to walk into that Prada store and redo my entire closet just with Prada. I don't even, to be honest, I own one Prada thing and it's a small little purse. I don't even own Prada. It is just my favorite thing ever. I tried to get Scout a Prada bucket hat. It wasn't real, by the way. Um, it didn't fit my head. And it didn't fit her head. <laughs> oh, no. We have we have huge heads. Like I thought I had a big head. Like, I was, like, really, like, I have a large head. And it did not go. It wouldn't even. It sat on her head like a yeah. crown. Yeah. <laughs> that was a pretty funny moment. Yeah. Oy. Okay, Brad, if Mads had $5,000, where would she go? A boutique hotel for the week. That is. Okay. That is so. Wow. You know me what? so well. What? I was going to say, like sweatpants central i was gonna say mad happy central i was gonna say mad happy then i was like no she'd buy out the store so then my second runner-up would be where else could she post about i would go to post ranch in in big sur which is like three thousand dollars a night and live like i'd ball out and get some and then with the extra cash i'd get some mad happy sweatsuits it sounds about right yeah that works and pizza before we wrap this up, I want to ask no. I want to ask the the the, the room, the four of us. Um, what is one? What is the biggest way that we each feel like we support one another? So that if someone's listening and they want to improve their friendships with their friends, or they want to learn how to support one another the best, what are some ways that we feel like we support each other? So I'll say how like Naomi supports me. Um, Naomi is. She's the only person, I think, in my life that celebrates the minuscule wins as much as I do. So I can go to her with literally the smallest thing ever. And she's standing on the table. She's screaming. She's so excited. And I think that when you have a friend that you can truly, truly enjoy moments like that, and they're not just putting on a happy face for you they're they're genuinely stoked that you I don't know got an email response from someone and they said no but they they answered you so we're gonna celebrate that situation I mean the wins just get so minuscule and it's just really nice for me to have somebody who who I know I can go to and say I have a win I need to tell you and I know that they'll be just as excited for me because sometimes I think that we don't want to brag or we're afraid to celebrate wins, but to have someone where that container is just all about celebration and loving life for what we're doing is, is really empowering. So if you have a friend and you're wondering how to support them more, start, start uh, maybe pointing out some of the smaller celebrations and wins in their life and making them a really big deal. And to kind of keep going on that, don't feel like everyone you share stuff like that with is going to have the same reaction because you're going to get you're going to have these expectations that like that's how all friends should be and it's not going to be that way um not to like be a downer that's just how it goes um but when you do find that friend like we are keep keep them (laughs) hold on to them really tight because it's hard to find like we're so so lucky that I'm like I made a matcha today and she's like, yay, that's so exciting. Um, Just little things like that, because sometimes you never know. Like, you know, Scout and I have a rough mental health journey and 
even just for me, like getting out of bed sometimes was such a task that, you know, making that matcha was a really big deal. So, um, yeah, find a friend you can share little things with because it matters. They add up and that's what makes life go round. I love so that. Horrible. We're like the emotional side over here on Zoom. <laughs> <and they're like laughs> so I think the best way that Brett supports me, I mean, honestly, everything you were just mentioning, I think Brett does such a good job for me. Like I, I'm not as good at celebrating the wins or like, as she mentioned, like reminding myself that I do do a lot and that I am quote unquote successful in my own personal way and she has always been like a reminder for me to make sure that I am like self-checking and and monitoring and understanding that like I am doing a lot and I am successful um and then other ways it's just like I I know that like you would never judge me or like anything I come to you with like again like there are days where I am just like bawling crying and I'll just be like I'm fucking having the worst day ever and she just like knows exactly what to say and it's not necessarily about like putting me in a good mood it's about like reminding me that it's okay to be sad and to take an off day like she'll just be like yeah go go lay in your bed like do what you need to do whereas I feel like a lot of other friends might make sure you're, you know, like change your perspective or try to get you to, you know, be happier and change your mood where like, I think Brett has, we both have the same struggles with mental health as well. Not as severe as, as you, as you do. Uh, but we've dealt with, we've dealt with it as well. So I can, I, I just feel like we, you're able to like, know that if I'm in a bad mood it's not something that needs to be changed or fixed right away and I think I I really really appreciate that because I've just never been good with people being like okay get the fuck up like let's go like you could do it like get your you know that just doesn't work with me and I feel like you've known that from from the beginning I couldn't agree more and there's nothing like you know I struggle with anxiety a lot and something that I absolutely hate is when people try to give me distractions like oh you're feeling sad like try going for a walk, try making yourself happier with this. It's like, no, I want to be sad and anxious right now. Um, going off of what you said to me, it's just always like your to your point, knowing that you're there to just listen. Like, I don't need you to cure whatever I'm feeling. I don't need you to tell me that there's like light at the end of the tunnel, but just knowing that I have an outlet to go to makes whatever feeling I have validated and worth it and something that Maddie and I do we've actually we've fallen off of this a little bit but something that we do typically a lot is we'll text each other first thing in the morning just like not even hi how are you but here are three things I'm grateful for today what are you grateful for and we'll exchange like little somethings back and forth and it just it a sets the precedent that you have things to be grateful for but b you have someone to share that with and you're really just not alone on whatever journey you're going on. And it's so invaluable in such an easy way to engage and deepen your friendships. It's yeah. so, so spot on. Yeah. We, I mean, Scout and I do this too. We've said this on the podcast before. Like if you can find a friend to exchange those gratitude messages with, it changes the whole mood of your day and again as you said like having someone to share those moments with and just and 
she's always like so excited for what I'm grateful for and, and vice versa. And that's what's so beautiful too, because like I could wake up one morning and be like, you know what? I'm just grateful for the night of sleep that I had or the comfy bed that I'm in. Like, I don't really have a lot going on today. I don't know what I'm going to look forward to. And then Maddie's like, here are three amazing things that's already happened before 9 a.m. And I'm like, fuck yes. I love this for you. Like, it boosts my mood. So. I love that. We're very, very lucky. Mads and I are very lucky. I think that the OKSIS community sees the support that Mads and I give one another. But to know that we also have that exact same level of support in our friends that are our chosen family, I think really, really means the world to both me and Mads. And it is a little bit interesting that Mads' friends aren't my friends at all, but I guess that's the three-year three year difference that I guess comes through. But thanks, guys. Thanks, guys, for thanks being. For plug yourself. Plug yourself. <laughs> plug yourself. Get used to it. Well, I will go first. Everyone can follow me on Plant the Seed Co. Um, just how it's spelled yeah on instagram and tiktok business and tiktok same thing what about like the website to buy it um i have an etsy store plant the seed co shop so it's in the link in my bio on my instagram and in the show notes Brett, where Love can people it. follow you? Are you in private? Like, is your is your yeah. Instagram public? So I'm private, but I might go public. So you can follow me at Brett Merman. But plug your new sweatshirt. Yeah, I'll plug. So my friend and I created a Valley-themed sweatsuit line called SFV The Label, which stands for San Fernando Valley because I am an OG Valley girl. Um, you can follow me there. And we have a site. It's sfvthelabel.com. We sell really comfy sweatsuits. It's so cute. They're all custom made. I designed them all and they're just incredible, to be honest. They're very cute. They're very cute. I Why, thank that you. Was you. That's fun. That's me. <laughs> Yay. And you can follow us at OKSIS Podcast. Love you, sisters. Love you, sisters. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together.